Oh, hey, Blake. Um, what's your name and what are you doing here? Uh, you you know who I am. I'm Jonah. No. I'm your co-host. No, I don't think so. And I'm just I'm just grabbing something to drink real quick. Is that okay? Well, no, no, it's not okay. Why not? Well, I take this podcast seriously, and uh-huh. I just I don't know who you are, and you just showed up here. You're kind of like podcast hopping. Okay, I I'm thirsty, and I need a drink before we do a podcast. And I've been doing this podcast with you for a year now. Oh yeah, I bet there's some water outside. Well, you should the, go outside. <laughs> uh, okay. You should go outside and see if there's water since you're thirsty. You want me to? You want me to leave? Yeah, get out of here. You're uh, not here for the right reasons. I'm here. I don't know why. I'm just getting something to drink, and you're being really bye, bitch. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> that was a short one. That was a short one. I don't know if it was a good one, but it was a short one. It was fun. I think. That's okay. Yeah. But it's our little sketch right before the podcast. It's a sketch with two people. I know it's really hard. Yeah. Uh, but this is Pedals and Pricks. If you're listening, you're part of Prickhead Nation. If you're hearing us, uh, that's a good thing, I guess. I don't know. But we're gonna start this podcast, yeah. and we're gonna start it right. Now. This is Pedals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it, Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Pedals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. Uh, welcome, Prickhead Nation, to another episode of Pedals and Pricks, a Bachelor Bachelorette podcast. I am Jonah Jerkins. As always, I am uh, joined by my very fun, very great uh, co-host, Blake Burkhart. Yeah, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling loose. Yeah, you sounded mean. Right I'm there. feeling loose. It, there's a fucking blizzard in Chicago. Yeah. yeah if you're in the Midwest, I'm sure you're feeling this, but it's it's insane outside. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is uh, late Tuesday night. Uh, it has been snowing all day. Snow uh, my here goddamn in, knees. Huh? Yeah, and here in Chicago, uh, some some areas got up to 12 inches. Yeah, which is uh, which is uh, a single Blake. You tell me, <laughs> still coming. And <laughs> <In> the <laughs> I it was a Blake fall. Yeah, Blake fall. And uh, if you are in the Midwest, and hopefully you are safe, uh, being safe and and warm. And nice mm-hmm. and cozy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you'll notice that it's just the two of us because of the weather. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Rebecca Gibson could not join us, uh, who is our regular other co-host. And as you know, uh, Kristen Fencheck is uh, out of the States and uh, won't be joining us for this season. Yeah, Becca said uh, she was worried about driving in the snow. And my first instinct was to give her a hard time <laughs> <laughs> and kind of give her shit for not showing up. But also, I, I was looking at her and I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to make a joke out of this. I know. Like, stay home. Yeah, when you, you had her on speakerphone, and she's like, yeah. I just think it's safe for me to stay yeah. here. I almost was like, stop being such an idiot. Just I know. I almost gave her a real hard time. I know. It. But I also was like, nah, I mean, what if she like crashes her car? I know. <laughs> I, I, know. I know. I would feel kind of bad. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to how much it was snowing. <laughs> I know it was snowing all day. And then uh, we ordered pizza. Mm-hmm. And I went outside to get it. And I had never felt so bad for ordering delivery in my oh entire my life. And yeah. I, I wish I had cash with me. I would just throw, uh, probably just throw it at him. Yeah. Which have been worse. Well, you're a good tipper. Go fetch. You tipped the delivery drivers pretty good. Right? I, yeah, I tipped him, I tipped him uh, well. But uh, I felt like I should double that tip. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, any any tip goes a long way. I used to, you know, do deliveries. Did so you really? I, I was a flower delivery guy. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. And they never tip. Kind of like Ashton Kutcher and Valentine's Day. You know what's funny? Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about delivering flowers is like... I, I made these I made good money I worked for this uh, great flower shop in Emerson. Actually, shout out uh, Mille Fiore. A beautiful flower shop. It's a, that's a beautiful sounding 
It means a thousand flowers. Oh, great. In Italian, I believe. That's great. Maybe it means a million flowers. I don't know. No. But uh, they make great. Uh, if, if you're in uh, the suburbs of Chicago, check out Mila Fiore. They right. Make, they make great bouquets. Right. <laughs> Sarah Larson works there. That's how me and. Uh, oh, really? Sarah Larson. Are, Another uh, comedian. A uh, friend of ours here in Chicago. Yeah, great photographer. Great. Anyways, we're just shouting people out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just saying people. That doesn't matter. But the funny thing about delivering flowers is like, I, they paid me per delivery and they paid me like great. They're, they're wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the funny thing is people are like, you make good tips doing that? And I, I would always be like, uh, honestly, no. Because that's the thing about getting flowers, you're not expecting it. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> no one orders flowers for themselves, so they don't have like the cash ready. Right. So like once in a while someone will be like, oh, thanks. And like they'll give me five yeah. bucks if it's like in their pocket. Right. But otherwise, they're just like, oh, my God. And they're so happy. About yeah, they don't it. even see you there anymore. They're yeah, just looking they, at their new flowers. They're and thrilled. And they just close the door on you. Yeah, especially <laughs> on, like, Valentine's Day because it's, like, a lot of, like, young women usually uh-huh. getting the flowers. And they're like, thanks. And yeah. you see them, like, all giddy. And then yeah. they're, they're like, thank you. And then they walk away. And I'm like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know I, <laughs> that I was coming. So I dated know. a girl, uh, the girl that worked at the, the the bartender girl that I knew. I won't say her name. But, um. <clears throat> uh, she was quitting her job and then I was like oh I'll, I'll like we were all gonna go there and drink mm. and then I ordered flowers to like be delivered you know because I thought it was like a nice little sentiment like oh you know you've mm. worked here for so long and then she uh, got annihilated uh, and then I got really drunk <clears throat> and then um, I uh, the flower delivery guy was like four hours late than what they said. So she was like, let's go. And I'm like, let's not leave. (laughs) And she's like, I don't want to be here anymore. I was like, I want to be here still. (laughs) And then, uh, and I had an improv show that night too. That's when I was doing improv, which if you listen to the the sketch up front, it doesn't really, you can't really tell. (laughs) I could tell. I could tell you got some (laughs) I got some chops in there. Yeah, you got some chops. And then uh, I basically blacked out for my show. Uh, And then uh, it was one of the worst and bad improv is worse than bad stand-up. It is like anybody, oh, yeah. anybody listening, if you have a friend that's in an improv class and they they're like, "Hey, come see me at our graduation show." Don't go. Get a flat oh, tire. You're sick. You're uh, you got to take care of something for your mom. Whatever. Do not go because it's going to be the worst time of your life. Oh, um, yeah. Any imp- if you're not seeing top improv is sort of like what's a good analogy? It's like um, like a steak almost. Uh-huh. Like there's no point of getting a steak if it's not going to be good, right? 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 So if you, if you buy a ten dollar steak, like don't expect anything, great. right? And everybody if you buy think- like a steak for like eighty bucks, you're like, this better be fucking good, yeah. And, everybody and it th- will be. And everybody thinks they can cook a good steak, yeah. But not everybody can. Yeah, pretty good analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, you, you kind of crushed that one. <laughs> I helped you too. Sure, sure. Yeah, but then so um, I was like, she got the flowers, and that's when I had to leave for my show. And I left for my show, and then I came back afterwards, and she was plastered. And I believe there were yellow flowers. I forget exactly the color, but she was like, she's like, oh, thanks for your flowers. And I was like, are you mad at me for giving you flowers on your last day? She goes, my friend told me that the color of the of the flower you gave me indicates that you've been cheating on me. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> She's like, "That's the that's the type of flower you give somebody when you've been cheating on them." Why would for there a be... sorry? And I'm like, "Why? What? what? Oh, mate. Well, I could see that the apology. There's an apology color, maybe something, but it shouldn't be that specific." <laughs> and I was like, "Is that a thing?" She goes, "My friend said so." Yeah. That would be that would be a funny way to let someone know you're cheating on them. <laughs> Just give them a flower. They're like, "What the hell?" Yeah, this is a yeah. orange flower. Um, so that turned into a huge fight. So anytime I think about getting flowers to somebody, I always think of that of somebody not appreciating them, accusing me of something wrong with them, uh, and then also having a really bad 
improv set. I never really heard of that. The, the different meanings behind flowers. No. But I feel like it's like a... I don't know. You know what always uh, bothered me about flowers is like the a rose is very pretty. Uh-huh. But if you look at... If you go to a flower shop and you look at everything in there, the rose is like barely cracking the top five of like most of pretty? beautiful. Yeah. 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 But it's just so... It's so associated with like love and right. like a nice like loving gesture. Yeah. Where it's just like the, these fucking rose people are cleaning house. Yeah, I know. And they charge <laughs> so nice goddamn tool. much for it too. Yeah. So whenever I buy a lady flowers, which I've only done maybe like five times in my, that's, <laughs> my that's entire sad, yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, probably more than that. It's kind of insane because you've brought a lady flowers hundreds of times. Yeah, I deliver I deliver a lot of flowers. One time I, <laughs> my sister was dating a guy at the time and... Um, he was like, he was like, hey, I want you to deliver the flowers to her on Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh, that's great. And she works at a school, you know. Uh-huh. And so I brought him, and I came walking in, and then I had like a big smile on my face. And I had this big bouquet, and my it's Valentine's Day. My yeah. sister goes like, what the hell? <laughs> and I go, there's flowers for you. And she goes, from you? <laughs> and I go, of course not. What are you, a fucking idiot? They're from your boyfriend, Tony. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. And I was like, you ruined this whole thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and I've been meaning to tell you I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> I got the hot three sis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, waited, I waited 30 years. Yeah, 30 years. It's like, <laughs> what, if, what if it was the opposite happened and you brought her flowers and she thought that's what you were doing and then she was like, Blake, I yeah, know this is like, weird, <laughs> but like, I actually always loved you. <laughs> yeah. She goes, oh my God, I've always felt this way, but I didn't know what to say. about you. And I was like, you don't need to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, shh. But I, but I remember the moment of like her being like, oh, and then she was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then she's like, ah, and then she was like frowning as I yeah. came to her. I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I was like, I deliver, you know, I deliver flowers. They're, I didn't buy these for you. That's interesting that you delivered flowers. And then in another way, you kind of still are delivering flowers with the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to think of it. <laughs> I've always said that. <laughs> yeah. I think that was, that was me trying to transition into the show. Yeah, let's transition in. Yeah. I like this episode. Have you ever given, uh, the five times you've given somebody flowers? It's way more than five. I don't know why I said five. <laughs> okay. But, it, but you know what? Is now there that a backfire? I'm saying this, no, um, I always give it to someone that I'm like actively dating. Or uh-huh. like women will do a thing where they hint at what they want. Uh-huh. And of all the women I've dated, a few of them have been like, I really would like some flowers. Like they just yeah. drop that hint. And then if you don't get flowers, it's almost like a... It's like you're starting at like negative five. Yeah. <laughs> and if you get in the flowers, you go back to zero. Right. But if right. you don't, you drop to like negative 100. Yeah. Yeah. If they drop a hint like that, like you, you better fucking get a bouquet, baby. Yeah. It is kind of crazy. I think there, there's a lot of times with the girlfriend I lived with um, a while ago that, uh, that I would like surprise her flowers. And then she's like, it's kind of interesting that you gave me flowers two days after I was annoyed that you came home drunk as shit. And I was like... <laughs> Uh, that is probably where that came from, yeah. Coincidentally. Yeah, it's, it's just like, <laughs> i just giving you flowers. I know she got me blue flowers, and that's a sign of saying, I'm sorry, I got drunk two days ago. <laughs> yeah, and half of them are dead. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I like that. What? The, the, what part? Just the, all of that's funny. The story? 
the story's funny, and it's funny that the uh, color being assigned to each you know, specific thing you do wrong. Right. <laughs> Go yellow and blue. What did you cheat at me and get drunk? <laughs> How could and you? And you're like, no, I got drunk and I cheated. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's blue then yellow. I go, look at the order. Yeah. What do you, you should know this. But what I think what I was starting out saying is like, I don't, if I, if I do buy people flowers, I always like, I sort of hate the rose, uh-huh. like, business like i've never i don't think i've ever bought anyone roses because i just think it's so tacky it is tacky so i purposely get something other than roses. i get yeah. a nice bouquet and again like a, a shout out to sarah <laughs> i don't think she's a bachelor fan but <laughs> maybe if she's listening sarah makes a, amazing bouquets oh yeah 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 she's a she's a very artistic person yeah which is great but you said you liked this episode i thought well i i I liked it for the excitement. Mm-hmm. It was very exciting. I don't like the result of it uh-huh. at all. I'm pretty upset. And I know Becca's not here again, but I know Becca was a huge Piper fan. Uh-huh. And I was the biggest Abigail fan. Uh-huh. And we lost them both tonight. Like the two fucking real favorites. I thought I thought they would both be in till yeah. next week, but we lost them both. Yeah. I, uh, I had to write, uh, she's not here, so I had to write, I couldn't find my notebook, so I wrote in uh, Rebecca's notebook, and then I flipped to one page, and I said episode three, and the only note she wrote was, Sarah sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she left the whole page blank. It is great. Like, I, I did nothing all day except for drink and watch The Bachelor with you and <laughs> yeah. eat pizza. But um, I made like two pages of notes with like a half-ass effort, uh-huh. and it's sort of like I have like a new appreciation for Becca watching the whole thing with a notepad yeah. <laughs> and a pen, and literally writing like two things. I know it's crazy. I don't even remember writing this shit, but uh, I filled two pages. Oh, uh, I write, um, I write, I write so much. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of crazy, but yeah, this was like you know it's surprising that they didn't really build this as like the most dramatic episode. Of the of the season because it kind of is the most dramatic episode of the season. Oh so far. man! And if you count what's your face at the beginning, we had like four we four or five people went home, mm-hmm. right? In yeah. total, yeah. Um, what's your face just showing up? Yeah, like, so, that took it. That ate up like twenty minutes of the show. Yeah, and it all for nothing. And also, I wrote this down, and I wonder if you feel the way. I wish they. I wish he let her stay. Me too. It would have made for a more interesting show. Right. And also, they like had a little bit of chemistry. They did. And I think we talked about this last week, but it's like, of all the relationships I've been in, that's like one of the best starting points is like friend of a friend. Right. That's one of the best ways to start dating someone. I right. Think. Yeah. So but- that would have been... She could have been like instant. She was going to be a front runner instantly, uh-huh. or gone. Right. And I thought for sure not gone. What, what do you think about uh, a friend of a friend who uh, flies across country, <laughs> rents a, a minivan, and then shows up at your door? <laughs> How sad is it when you're already on a date with somebody else? <laughs> How sad is it watching her walk in her gown, <laughs> in, in, in her minivan. elegant gown? Yeah, That's probably what like three thousand dollars, something gown. like that. She also beautiful. She is. Her personality, I didn't get a good read on that, and I don't know her from the previous season. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's like stunningly beautiful, yeah, and seems to be kind of like fun, yeah, would be my guess. Yeah. And they were like hitting it off, right? But he, it is the right move, I right. guess. Yeah, but it kind of like made me a little sad. I know, and it's insane that it really um, Matt seemed real confused about it. So so let's just start off. So Heather walks in mm-hmm. and uh, she walks. We see basically the first five minutes. We saw uh, the last five minutes, the last week's episode. So Heather Heather walks in. 
Um, all these girls are just staring at her. She walks right past the girls, opens it up. It's Piper, which I feel bad for Piper, which we'll get to. Uh, oh, yeah. um, and then Piper looks at her, and basically, and her Piper's eyes are basically like, this bitch? Who's this? Like, And then um, she's like, can I steal Matt for a second? And uh, she Piper goes back and is really like, who is this bitch? Like, I think she actually says that, right? Yeah. Um, oh, and, Piper was leading the way of like. Oh yeah, she her. was real. Yeah, she was real upset about that. And then she starts to cry. Piper cries a lot in this episode. Yeah, yeah, um, a lot of tears. Mm-hmm. Real river, Niagara Falls. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I thought you were going for a pun there. No, okay. I don't know what I was doing there. I was kind of st- I was stuck in like a little of a. You know, what? we've ignored this all season, but isn't it weird? Her name is Piper. Is that a name? <laughs> Piper, yeah. I don't think I know one. Oh, uh, no. I, I can't think of anyone named Piper. Isn't that uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s girlfriend's name? In Pe- in, uh, in Iron Pe- Man? No, it was Pepper. Oh, it was Pepper. Pepper Pot. <laughs> yeah, Pepper Pot. I almost go, oh, yeah, actually, never mind. Piper Posey. But, I've, of course, it's Parker Posey. <laughs> <laughs> there's no Piper. I can't no, there's a bunch of Pipers. Pipers is that's a real name. Okay, I guess it's a real name, but I, I've never met anyone named Piper, and I can't think of a famous person. Also, it's going to suck being a girl, and your name is Piper. Like, Piper. Oh, uh, Piper. Piper. Yeah. yeah. We, we <laughs> met my a- sister, Banger, and my, my cousin, Plower. <laughs> <laughs> we met, uh, uh, we, uh, restaurants are open here in Chicago, and uh, mm. one of our friends was bartending last night. Oh, yeah, night. shout out the W Hotel. The W Hotel. Uh, he bartends at the W the Hotel. The bar at the W Hotel is yeah. one of the... Classiest place to get a drink in Chicago. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's beautiful. And it's right on the lakefront. So if you, if you do uh, want to go out right. somewhere, we, say hi to Nate. We our, met... One of our best friends. Uh, yeah, we were at the bar, and mm-hmm. we met uh, a very nice young man and his uh, uh, girlfriend. Yeah. And he was uh, got a little intoxicated, and oh, his girlfriend... Yeah. And he kept telling us that uh, if, you, <laughs> if, if you, you know how to lock in a girl, you got to dick it down. Yeah. Over and over, dick it down. Yeah, you gotta dick it down. He's giving me a lot of sex advice. Yeah, and also <laughs> Becca was there too, and he kept pointing at Becca and telling me to dick her down. And I was like, I was like, honestly, we're just friends. <laughs> right. I was like, he's stop like, you suggesting dick it down. Yeah, he's, he goes, you gotta take her home tonight. He's like, next thing you know, you're ski ski skiing. I was like, I, I, I was like, sir, we're podcast partners. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be dicking her down or Jonah or anybody. Oh, and then I got sad. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things when you meet somebody and uh, uh, you're just like, at first they're fun and then you're like, okay, I'm not having fun right now. I mean, I was having fun with that guy, but it's one of those things where you're like, all right, you're being a little too open with me right now. It was very funny. He was a very funny guy. It was very funny. But yeah, it got it got a bit much. It got a little it bit much. It was too much sex talk. I was blushing. Right. <laughs> you were like a little <laughs> I, girl. I get a little bashful. Right. You, yeah. Well, and also, I was drunk as shit. Yeah. We all were pretty drunk. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking so close to me and I'm like, I was like, he's telling me to take it down, but I know that I'm currently getting COVID right now. This yeah. is insane. Uh, please leave me alone. <laughs> and then he just, then I also decided to have a really long conversation with me, a race conversation with me. And I was like, I'm very uncomfortable right now. I can't have this conversation. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, it was, it was, uh, very insane, but very entertaining guy. Yeah. Yeah. We had yeah, a yeah. good time. Why did I think of that? Oh, because of the Piper thing. Yeah. Yeah, dick it down. Piper down. Yeah, Piper down. Yeah, Piper down. Um, uh, yeah, there's There's got to be a lot of Pipers. Well, Pi- uh, back to Piper, like I kept saying all night, like she is the most, I think the most beautiful one contestant she is, left yeah. in She's my gorgeous, yeah. Like, yeah. And tonight she looked prettier than ever. Yeah. 
but it was sad. She was very upset that her her couch date wasn't. <laughs> it's so funny, like analyzing this because it's like just the weirdest situation where it's just it's like Piper was mad that she was sitting on the couch with a man uh-huh. and then a new woman walked in and then Piper cried. <laughs> it's just like I'm, as I'm saying it out loud I'm like what the hell is I know. what the hell am I talking about? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> the show has gotten so like bizarre this season. It has. It's really I weird. I guess it's always like this, but yeah. It's always like this. I mean, I think if you looked at my notes from this episode and then uh if you looked at my notes from uh last uh last season i would say they're the notes are almost identical except for just different names right now <laughs> yeah like this is this is like this is like ultimate this is like the sure. ultimate groundhog's day for me is watching the bachelor I, get, I keep forgetting this is the first actual bachelor season i've done right yeah that's true yeah i know did we we did no we did one other one we did well we did bachelorette right right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is your this is your first like full uh, like, bachelor one. Yeah, yeah. I did first, one bachelorette. Like, I did the music one, which was a weird yeah, <laughs> little yeah. one off season, but that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. And then that's my first bachelor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. just got the whole, and hopefully there's going to be a bachelor in paradise. And then, you, then you're having some real fun there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. And Victoria better fucking be on it. Yeah, I know she'd be great. I think I'm, I think we should campaign to get her to be the next bachelorette. <laughs> I tell I I know I've said this before. She's like. Custom made for early two thousands VH one yeah like oh, weird yeah. uh, Flavor Flav like this real life Flavor Flav had a show and then the woman that was like the craziest Brigitte Nelson no Brigitte Nelson was on that they were they met yeah they met so so Bridget <laughs> the actress yeah Brigitte Nelson. You're thinking of Surreal Life or something. They were on Surreal Life. Yeah, yeah. But I'm Flavor talking Flav about... And her, this is what happened. Flavor oh, Flav yeah. and her met on Surreal Life. They were just started dating. Everyone Ooh. thought that was weird because they just like looked weird together because she's so much taller than he is. So yeah. then they had their own show and then they broke up <laughs> and then Flavor Love started. Oh, okay. Right, because everybody like just fell in love and with, then that, with Flavor Flav. I think her name was New York or something. Yeah, she was on that show and then she got her own show. She got her own show, yeah. yeah. That's that's the pattern that needs to come back. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because I think I think VH1 was like VH1 was, is VH1 like gone? I don't know. That's a good question. I I don't think like you at you at your house you get like a million channels. You don't have VH1. I don't think. Do you? I don't. I don't, I don't even anymore. think it's a channel anymore. It has to be. I think they. I think they just like were bought out. That was like the ultimate like reality show channel. Yeah. Well, they leaned all the way into that. Cause right. like v- it used to be MTV was music videos and then VH1 was music videos, but VH1 was like for like yeah. older for people. Your, your parents. Yeah. yeah. They play a lot of Eric Clapton and a lot of like country music stuff. Mm-hmm. V- MTV was like cool. It was like rap mm-hmm. and alt rock and Nirvana. Yeah. Nirvana owned MTV. Beavis and Butthead, all that. Shit. Yeah, yeah. But then, um, VH1 came around and was like, kind of like, Music videos, but like for like the non hip right. crowd, yeah. And then they got they leaned all the way into like live music and they like a lot of Tracy Chapman storytellers, yeah. yeah. Oh storytellers is great. Though. I love Tracy Chapman. Me too. Oh my god, yeah. Fast Car, great song. Yeah, Revolution, great song. God, she's she's great. What the hell happened to her? She's still around. Is she? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I haven't heard anything about Tracy Chapman in years. Anyways, uh, but then. After a while, VH1 was like, okay, we're not, this isn't working out. Let's do yeah. like 
reality TV, but like make it goofy, the goofiest shit right. anyone's ever yeah. seen. And then they were a huge hit again. Right. Like what if you did like a celebrity weight loss thing? And I, I kind of feel like MTV, yeah, they did that shit. Yeah. And then I feel like MTV tried to beat them with that, with like Jersey Shore. They were trying to right. outdo each other. I feel like that was the same era where it's like, who can have the more, well, I feel like more I, insane human documentary uh, well, I mean, M- MTV really revolutionized reality shows. I mean, they, they, with Real World, I think they started it. They didn't technically start it. There's other there, there was other shows that did that stuff before reality before yeah. Real World. Yeah, there was like a few. What? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but there, I, I know there was a couple in pop in like the pop culture like zeitgeist. Mm, like just, not as much. No, that that was like the big thing because we were kids when Real World started. Yeah, but I remember being like, "This is interesting because it is like." It, it's reality television. Right. <laughs> like, Rewatch the first few seasons when they're trying to figure it out. It is almost on, the first season is almost unwatchable. Well, it's more. It's an actual documentary, right? Because they it's all have before, their own jobs. Yeah. They, before they realize the quick editing. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, what what, what was before that? I'm I, sure you're right. There I'm was sure a there couple shows, like I think in the 80s. And I 70s. bet you Europe. I bet you, um, especially like the UK TV. I bet yeah. I would guess it came out of there because they seem to love that shit. Right. And I would bet that they probably had something before. Yeah. Real world. Um, but then I, I feel like VH1 when they were trying to get a younger audience, they did more gimmicky shows. Sure. So they did like finding love shows, and they did like um, you know like the like the uh, like wash up celebrities living in a house, celebrity rehab. They did um, uh, that's that's where um, pickup artist was on. Oh yeah, was VH1, which <laughs> was my favorite show of all time. Great show, great show. Great show. Um, but then yeah, and then like but then Survivor hit, and that blew up reality TV, and then The Bachelor. Those two were like yeah. the, the two biggest shows. I think if you look at it just in like terms of like like planes like. Real world would be the first, like, biggest jump in reality TV, right. whether or not it was first. And then the second would be Survivor. And then you'd have to say, like, American Idol. Yeah, American Idol. I would say, like, Survivor and, like, American Idol, like, those shows are what basically, like, blew it up to, like, a, like to the modern, not modern, like, to, to, like, the middle America. Oh, man. Are you dude, fucking. Ruben Stuttered, Clay Aiken. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Me and my mom and dad goddamn glued <laughs> to the TV. Yeah. I don't think I've ever there's nothing that me and my parents ever like agreed upon more than like shut the fuck up right because it's on. Yeah. And the whole season you knew it was going to be down to those two. You knew. Yeah. And I was a huge Aikenhead. You were Aikenhead? I was I was a sorry 2004 baby. guy. I think he's got one of the best Christmas albums ever. Seriously? Yeah. My dearly put my mother passed away, but uh-huh. like my mother was a huge Aikenhead. My dad was more of a Ruben guy. I was more of a Ruben guy too. I could see. I met your dad. Your dad seems like more of like a Ruben. Ruben he likes soul, soul guy. He yeah. likes soul music. Yeah. Yeah. And I, as do I. But some about Clay's voice like really like hit me. Yeah. And my mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I and I, I I'll go ahead and shout. Like out you're Clay. tearing up right now. I I'll go ahead and shout out right now. Clay Aiken's Christmas album is like one of my faves. Right. Like if I'm if I'm no bullshit like. With friends, you put on like the goofy Christmas mm-hmm. mixes around around that season. But if I'm like sitting around with my family, I'm like, yeah. all right, we're gonna, here's the real shit. When I worked my retail job in <laughs> it's college, Aiken. Aiken's Christmas. When I worked my retail job in co- in college, they had, uh, uh, you know, they had, they had like the the mix that they play, and they had a, a a club remix of "If I Was Invisible," and that was a song I look forward to every <laughs> single every single time I I, I, I worked. What a weird song. It's the best. It's a, also, a very creepy song, but it's a great was, song. He came out. As gay, right? Mm-hmm. But it, 
he was like playing a straight guy in that video. Mm-hmm. Him and Lance Bass, it was just a kind of. It's yeah. sad to see someone in the closet, but it's kind of hilarious too. Like looking back, like Lance Bass got his own movie. Yeah, yeah. On the line, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, he's like, hey, and it's just like this guy is gay as the day is long. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? The poor son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> I know, I know. But he, they made him a romantic lead. Yeah, and then he kisses the woman, and and you're like, oh my god. That's yeah. Like, what are they doing to this poor man? It's crazy. Like. Where you feel bad for him because, like, you know, he just couldn't come out because it wasn't because, like, I'm sure his managers and everything were like, "You can't do this. You're big. You're you're huge." I can't relate. Women. I can't relate to the gay experience or or the idea of coming out and like I sympathize with what what that must be like. It must be terrible. But also, it come on. It was in the 2000s. He should have just been like, "I'm gay." He, I, they would have been. Instinct would have been a bigger hit. Yeah, if he was, if he said, "I'm gay," I don't think so. Not back then. I think so. Really? I think the country was further enough along. And again, this is just me guessing. I have no idea what it's like mm-hmm. to to be a closet homosexual. But this is also the '90s. No, early 2000s. At no, this point, mainly '90s. Main, mainly in '90s. Sync? Yeah, in sync. That's 2000 to nope. 2005. No, mid '90s. No, yeah, no I was way. In, I was in high school. I, I was 2000. in high school too, and I graduated high school two thousand three. Yeah, and I graduated two thousand one, and like they were celebrity came out. Yeah, two thousand. Okay, you're right. You're right. Okay, but either way, it's and like I'm, I'm. I hope things are getting easier. Oh, he's on Vanderpump Rules all the time, and he looks like he's living his best life right really? now. Really? Oh yeah. He, I mean, that's why I feel Lance so. Bass? Yeah, because oh, he good. can finally be himself. Like that's got how that's gonna be so freeing, and you have all this money, mm-hmm. uh, and he looks fantastic. By the way, very good looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish he had a solo career. I know. Kind of a bummer that Timberlake is the only one to get any shine. He's the only one that was really talented, though. No way. He clearly was the most talented one. What's the fucking uh, guy? J.C. Chazé? I love J.C. Chazé. Yeah. His his single was great. His one single was great? What was it? It was... uh, (laughs) I can't remember, but I remember loving it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was something about dancing, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it probably was something about dance. Yeah. Also, J.C. Chazé. Oh my god. Great name. That's a. Yeah, you know what? I'm really like Timberlake is super talented. He deserves right. the credit, even though he's kind of a piece of shit. Justin Timberlake. Do you see what he did recently? Yeah, he like came out saying that he was kind of well because of the. No, Britney he apologized yeah. to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, uh-huh. but he it was not nothing specific in either, and it's just like, just why even bother doing this? Right. Also, I don't see why he has to apologize to Britney Spears. Because everybody's on Britney's side because of the... But then she cheat on him, and that's what Crime Me River's about. By yeah. the way, his best song. For sure. To this day. 100%. He's written a lot of great songs. That song is a goddamn killer. <laughs> it that is. That is a jam still. Yeah. Oh, my God. The whole, the whole you album. You don't have to say what, what you, you did. did. Oh, my it's God. Like, oh, yeah. That's one of my... Timberland, Timberland produced, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's another song on there that's clearly like, oh, I think that one's about Britney for sure, too. I mean, they were they were kids, and they were yeah. both like Disney Disney. What do you call it? Uh, Mickey Mouse, Mouse Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were they were going to be fucked up. <laughs> oh, I know. And but, can you imagine like being Justin Timberlake. My like, point is, why bother apologizing if you're going to be vague? And right. the whole thing with Janet Jackson, he stayed quiet about that the whole time. Uh-huh. It's like that was a choreographed move to expose her breast. Mm-hmm. They were in on it together. Anyone who doesn't <laughs> recognize that's what was going on is a goddamn idiot. Yeah. Like, you must be out of your mind. That happened on my 21st birthday. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. 
I remember that was, I forget who was in the Super Bowl, but that was a great Super Bowl and it was a great halftime show. And then he did that. That was how the halftime show ended. Yeah. And I was watching it with my parents, I think. Uh-huh. And then I, at the end, I was just like, what? The, why would they do that? <laughs> yeah. Like that was, I, I love seeing a tit. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I, Jan Jackson is one of my biggest crushes ever. Yeah. And I'm happy to see her tit. <laughs> yeah, right. But she had glitter all over her tit or a nipple. Uh, what do you yeah. call that? Or the pasty. A nipple pasty, yeah, yeah. Which I didn't know that was existed. Yeah. And then suddenly I'm You learned like, a lot that day. I'm like, glitter on her tit? <laughs> glitter on her titter? <laughs> but also I, I was just like, I was like, it's weird that they choreographed this move. And then to this day, he still is not really saying outwardly, I was a part of this. Right. The backlash kind of fell upon her and not I on know. me. Like he's being like a passive yeah, asshole. Honestly, and and also, it's he doesn't really need to apologize now, right? Because if we all forgot, right, we all forgot all about that. Well, this is going to segue into something that I think we is kind of the elephant in the room that we discussed if we were going to mention or not. I think we do kind of have to mention it about Chris Harrison. Oh yeah. So uh, for the people that maybe not know yet, um, uh, some bad pictures of Rachel came out. Uh, who is on? Um, who is on uh, Matt's season? Uh, about her being uh, still in, still in, yeah. uh, with her and seems like her college classmates or something. They were at they did a plantation party at a plantation where they dressed up kind of like in the old Southern Belle dresses. And uh, sure, there was a kind of a uh, there's a lot of stuff with that. I mean, that's that's just that's a lot of bad taste right there. That's yeah, <clears throat> uh huh. Well. Uh, here's my question. And again, I'm very naive on all this. Mm-hmm. But is a plantation isn't necessarily tied to... Yes, it is. But the the word plantation doesn't it mean that. It basically is. I mean, it's like... That's really? Like, yeah, that, that's okay. like one I, one. Again, yeah. I'm naive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I but thought it's, that... I think it's the that thought that you just had is mm-hmm. what also like a, a 21-year-old girl who doesn't know what doesn't know the whole connotation behind that and just wants to dress up in, That's a, in true. a fun dress. The, 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 like the dark fucked up history of America right. is like we, we as white people probably forget. Yeah. And we don't, I don't think we tie those two together. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't think that necessarily they, but of course, how that would look, which it looks really bad. Yeah. And I think her intentions were not wrong. I don't think she intended it to, look that way yeah i think it's just a 21 you're not knowing the the difference right sure and uh chris harrison was asked about this at a e- on an et interview and uh by rachel who's the bachelorette and uh i think he said i uh, i am paraphrasing this but he said that um is a is a bad look in, tw- in 2021 is, is could that be considered a good look in 2018 so i think he's basically saying that like you know in in today's eyes yes that looks really bad but in 2018's did we look at it that way you know he's kind of he and then he also said i don't want to say anything um i'm not i don't want to say anything against uh, rachel until she she um talks about it right so he's basically like i'm not gonna i'm not going to judge her see he's he's protecting the people that are on his show i i think is is what was was his intention um, and clearly he seemed very frustrated with it. And I think also because every season, uh, everybody just goes and tries to find dirt on all these 
these contestants. Oh yeah, and he is constantly having to defend those contestants on why they chose him. Right. Um. Because like I mean he's not part of that process really. I don't. I honestly haven't looked up any of this myself. Yeah. I just heard. I just talked about it with Becca. And I talked about it with you. Yeah. And it sounds like uh, yeah he's in trouble for he what put, he said. He put his foot in his mouth real bad. But I really with uh, I don't know with Rachel probably probably her, she meant no harm right and it seems like Chris Harrison definitely meant no harm mm-hmm. and was probably just sticking his neck out yeah which he doesn't have to do right for a con- for a person on his show right and yeah I don't know like I I have to kind of uh, back away I guess because I I really don't know any of the details but but he sent it, he 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 basically tweeted out an apology mm-hmm. and. Um, just saying that he, uh, uh, I guess after he said that at the end of the interview, he looked at Rachel and he goes, well, "That's good." And I think Rachel's like, "You don't know what you did," because <laughs> Rachel is like extremely smart and she is um, a lawyer, and I think she was um, like a trial lawyer. So like she's she knows. So he was being interviewed by her. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> um, and she's basically. Rachel uh, Lindsay, uh, who's the old bachelor, she basically has like cut all ties with with the bachelor. She's trying mm. to like, move it on, and I bet you Chris a little bit was kind of like like motherfucker, I made you like who you are, you yeah. know, and you did this to me. I'm sure he's pretty pissed about that, but he uh, sends apology and he is stepping down for a little while. We don't really know how long, but he will not be at the after the rose ceremony. So somebody else will be hosting that. Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah. Well, who's gonna host it? Do you think? Um, I don't know. As of as of right now, you I have, have not guess? heard any. I I hope that they somehow do get Rachel. Um, what a Victoria, <laughs> it'll be great. Yeah, yeah. The queen is here. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, or you know they've been talking about um, Hannah Brown so much on the show, and he, and then since Matt's friends oh. with Hannah, I wonder. I don't think she'd be the best interviewer. Eh, and kind of, kind of like adventurous, right? Yeah, because if she's closely connected with him yeah she can't i mean you know that because of the drama they're probably gonna have to go with what they it, should be going with like a person of color as the host oh god yeah yeah i mean yeah they might have to you know who, who would be fun who I, i've always been a big fan of michael it, jordan yeah michael jordan <laughs> <laughs> and or michael b jordan <laughs> oh that'd be amazing either michael jordan i'd love that um, no, Jimmy Kimmel would be a good fit. I think. Oh yeah, and he's like he's all about Bachelor Nation. Yeah, or Dave Spade. David Spade is. <laughs> David Spade. Yeah, he loves. You're Bachelor. just that's just a pipe dream for you. I know. I would. I would. <laughs> I, would I would love it. Um, so let's get back to the episode though. So yeah. uh, that was a, a fifth. Sorry, Nancy, on that one. Um, so Heather is there. She basically tells Matt that Hannah Brown, she's good friends with. Was they were on, they were talking, and she all of a sudden like looked at her and was like you know who you're perfect for matt like you gotta go get matt you got it you guys are so perfect all that stuff and yeah. uh which is why he she basically ambushed him what do you think actually happened with like why now you know i don't know because um, obviously we're not idiots we no. know that that her driving up in the minivan is probably half staged and half she really wanted to get on the show well she's like miked so she's clearly was right yeah, uh, but why not bring her in three weeks ago? Like we were on I, week seven or something. Because like that would have been a fun. Because I mean, I guess they brought in. Why not bring her in with the with all the new girls? Yeah, 
I don't know. I mean, that's things we don't really know. I mean, we know what they showed us, but we don't know what really is going on. And that's the problem is like, <clears throat> you know, I can, I can suspend my, uh, I can have like a suspension of disbelief pretty well with the show, but with this stuff, it's kind of like, all right, this is kind of. Sure. I mean, I, I get that. Obviously she just got herself on the show. She didn't right. just drive up and yeah, right. she, just show up one yeah. day. But if she drove up like that, she probably would get shot. <laughs> <laughs> they go, we're in quarantine. And they shoot up her minivan. Yeah. But it it seems like she would have been a good fit for that group of however many came in. Was uh-huh. it like five? Yeah. Or more than five? Yeah. And most of them five. are all gone. Yeah. Are they all gone? All but one, I believe. Who's the last one left? <clears throat> well, we find out. Um, it's a... Uh, I honestly forget. God, I forget her name though. She, um, it's it's Michelle. Is Michelle's the one that did it, and uh, who is like basically the front runner? I think right now, which is kind of crazy that they came. I think what's going on personally is I just don't. I I have a feeling that the producers did not like the direction that was happening with a the girls and b because like <clears throat> they took fi- the last five minutes of last week's episode they put in the, the first five minutes of this episode mm-hmm. so it looks like they're really searching to to fill time yeah they're stretching they're for stretching sure. for sure so i think this i mean we watched about 15 minutes of this that ended basically nowhere um but it was it I think it it added a little drama and uh it definitely like added time yeah mm-hmm because Matt, so Matt hears this, and then he's like, "Oh, he has he's putting too much stock into what Hannah Hannah Brown thinks." Because he's just like, "If Hannah likes her, and and Hannah knows me, then he does strike me as a guy that has like really close female friends, as as do I, and mm-hmm. and you yeah. as well." But the uh, yeah, like you you know you meet people like that who are like, "Yeah, the, I just do whatever." Uh, I take her advice. Right. With everything. And she's like, shut up. Have you had friends that are just like, oh, yeah, you two like work out and then you meet them. You're like, this person's a nightmare. I'm like, what do you think I am? Am I a nightmare? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anytime I've been set up on a blind date, actually, a few of them were very nice. Yeah. But it was not going to be a good fit. Yeah. And it also makes, it is a good way to, to know what people think of you. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, this is. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so this is like my value. My, <laughs> is I this person is who you think is a perfect fit? Yeah. And then you're like, how fucking dare you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> or they show you a picture and you're like, how ugly do you think I am? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? You just me up on a blind date. It should be with fucking Heidi Klum, pal. That's Heidi my- Klum. <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> I'm Seal. <laughs> Your face looks like it. <laughs> I got stabbed. <laughs> is that how you hit those cars? No, no. I'm pretty. Sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure again. No, you're lying. No, I think. He no, got, I thought that. I thought those were just uh, like. Mm, I think he has. A, no, I think he has like a childhood disease. But also, I feel like he was stabbed. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm a huge fan of Seal, and I met him once. You met Seal? Mm-hmm. He seems like a. Good, he seems like a really good guy to meet. I used to. Oh my god. The nicest uh, so guy. I'll tell the story real quick because yeah. we're on a lot of sidebars here. But I used to work for a catering company here in Chicago, <laughs> and um, so in a way, you kind of delivered food. I was I was bringing orders to, to rich people, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but um, there was an event 
for Chicago Public Schools teachers, I think. And I it was I think my first gig for this company, I'm pretty sure. But I get there and they don't tell you anything about it at the time. They just tell you where you're supposed to show up and when. Uh-huh. So I got there early. I'm like new for this job. And I'm sitting around and then Seal just walks by me. And we're at Millennium Park, by the way. Yeah. Which if if you're not from Chicago, you haven't been here. It's a, a giant, beautiful park we have here. And they do a lot of concerts and events there. But um, I'm standing there and Seal just walks right in front of me. I'm the only one in this like ballroom and Seal just walks in front of me. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like I'm a yeah. diehard Seal fan. I yeah. love Seal. Kiss from Rose, like maybe one of the greatest songs you've ever written, if mm-hmm. you ask me. But he walks by me and then um, I go, holy shit. And then I, my boss comes over and I go, I go, Seal? Seal's going to perform <laughs> at this event? And he goes, he goes, yeah. We're supposed to keep it under wraps, but Seal, it's a secret performance mm-hmm. for the teachers. Seal's performing. And I was like, oh, my God, great. And I go, what do you what do you want out of me right now? And he's like, well, nothing. We're just setting up the tables and stuff. You can help with that. And I was like, okay. And then uh, I'm setting up tables and stuff. And Seal comes out to do his sound check. Yeah. And he just does his whole concert. <laughs> so he Seal performs for an hour. He plays every hit. <laughs> really? And there's no, I swear to God, Jonah, there's no one in this, like, beautiful ballroom. Yeah. But me <laughs> and my boss... And fucking Seal and yeah. his band, and they do the whole... So I was just like, this is like... This might be as good as it ever gets through. Like, if, <laughs> like I'm getting a private concert from yeah. Seal. Yeah. Like, people would pay millions. They would pay, like, thousands and thousands of dollars for yeah. this experience. But so, he, they just did their soundtrack. But his soundtrack was him doing the whole show. Right. So he does every song. And then he did this kiss from a rose, which he closes with, of course. Of course. And I'm, like, fucking crying. <laughs> <laughs> because I just had this amazing thing. And then all these people started, like, filing in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, now, now it's time for me to do my job. <laughs> but I just got to see the greatest concert of my life yeah. for just me. Yeah. It was amazing. But then I, I met Seal after the show, and he was very nice. Really? And it's weird because he he has like such a strong British accent. Yeah, that's right. So when I met I met him right after he got off stage from his real show, and I I was like, hey, I got to see you do that set twice. I'm like, oh my god, I'm the, I'm a, an enormous fan of yours. This is a real honor. You thank you very much. Is <laughs> it <laughs> like Michael Caine or something? I was like, that's your fucking voice. Hill, what the hell? <laughs> what do you think? What, what do you want his voice to be? I, you just forget he's British. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. It, it, his singing voice is different than his speaking voice. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but he was like, oh, I really appreciate you saying that. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Yeah. But uh, yeah, God bless you. Um, so when, so like, so we always talk about on this podcast that like, it's got to be so awkward to like walk in a room with a date and uh, someone's just singing a song. Oh, yeah. But when we talk about that, do you go, eh, it's not that bad. Like you're the only one that has that. That's not that bad. Oh man, if I could have shared that experience with like a lover, yeah, it, we would be married. Now. Like <laughs> right. I was so like my heart was like full. Yeah, that was incredible. the most full my heart has ever been. Yeah, <laughs> just watching Seal. One time I met Reggie White. Oh my god, amazing! <laughs> yeah, I ran. I uh, ran uh, into greatest him. defensive lineman of all time. If yeah. you ask me, yeah, yeah. he was at a another sporting event that I was at, and I was a kid right. playing, and I, I took a corner. I ran right into him. Goddamn legend! Yeah, he was. I felt like I felt like I ran into a rock. One of the greatest Green Bay Packers players ever. Yeah, of all time. Yep. Um. So okay. So back to the first five minutes of the show. <laughs> um. Uh. So. Um. Matt's like, give me a second, and he goes outside, and he just stares off into the space uh, out like he does. 
uh, when he thinks. Mm. And uh, Heather has to walk into the basically a firing range, which is crazy. And that's when we hear, uh, I think, our favorite line of night is, uh, what's your name and what are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah. And why are you here? Yeah. What are you doing here? I think it's Jasenia. Jasenia kind of leads the way. Yeah. And Piper. Right. But Jasenia was like, I had a feeling she might be going home tonight because she I was like, too, uh, yeah. she like Matt doesn't like the instigators. No. And she's the biggest instigator left. Yeah. Especially when you look at like someone like Rachel does like just kind of sits back, picks her spots. Yeah. Piper was starting to get a little like feisty. Yeah. And I think that that's what he's sending home. He yeah. likes the mellow, like, uh, laid back gals. Yeah. It was kind of crazy because, like, Heather starts crying because they're being so mean to her. And mm-hmm. I kind of felt bad. And then uh, it was insane where, like, because Piper was like, yeah, you need to apologize to me. Like, sincerely. And yeah. she was like, I'm really sorry. And then, <laughs> and then she goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she goes, you need to apologize sincerely. And she goes, well, I'm sincerely i'm very sorry and she goes not good enough yeah not good enough <laughs> and then she starts to cry like, and i think piper's, yeah yeah she starts to cry and i think piper's the one that says okay why don't you do that in your interview why don't you talk about that in your interview because she's oh, yeah. like i'm just really sorry and i didn't want to like i didn't want to make things awkward for you i and think just i think just says that yeah where she she goes go do that in your personal interview because i don't want to hear your tears <laughs> i want to hear that <laughs> shit over here and then uh, she goes delicious. uh yeah and then she's like uh yeah, just, you know, I just wasn't really feeling with Colton or whatever. And then I think Justinia goes, uh, she goes, yeah, so I don't really think you're ready to get engaged then, probably. Yeah. And she's like, well, because I didn't like it with that guy? She goes, yeah, you're just bachelor hopping. Oh, so you were on the show before and now you're on this? Can you, this is a, a quick little sidebar. Can you imagine like all these women are like beautiful and like some of them like uh-huh. seem to be really great people. Some right. of them not so much. Not so much. Can you imagine like dating one of them right after the show? Like, cause like, how do they rebound off of this show? I know. Because like, wait a minute, you were like, you wanted that guy to like propose marriage to you and he picked someone else. I know. And now I'm, now you're dating. Like, wouldn't you feel like second fiddle? Oh, for sure. That's like, it must be a weird feeling. Or just like, if you are the one that's picked and then you have to watch the season of watching your boyfriend or husband or wife, um, just sit and make out with other people. Yeah. It's sort of like, have you ever dated someone after they got out of like a really long-term relationship? Yeah. It's a weird feeling, right? No. No? No. To me it is because it's just like, especially if they like live together and then they break up and then you mm-hmm. start dating because it's just like, you know they're thinking about that guy. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Nah. What the hell? I- Don't you think about... Exes that you got very serious with when you're with the no. next guy? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess I'm alone here, no. or you're lying. <laughs> I mean, I will think about them, and but like usually when things are done, they're done. Yeah, but you don't want to be the rebound, right? Right. Yeah, you don't want, like. Right, you don't want to be the rebound. The only thing that sucks for me, I guess, I, I've had this this. Uh, in past relationships where like you're dealing with the ex a lot because like they're not handling oh, the breakup yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I fucking hate that. Yeah. And that's the sort of thing where it's just like, look, like just cut the guy off or get back together with him. Like yeah. I'm not doing this. Yeah, like yeah, I've yeah. been, I feel like I've been in that too many times. Yeah. Where it's just like, what, what is this? Am I, <laughs> like, like, and, and then they'll be like, hey, he's so annoying. And it's like, yeah, great. 
he shouldn't exist <laughs> like in my life. Like, right. I, why am I hearing that? Yeah. But, but so I guess my point is like coming off a show like this, it's just like you, you were like public, you were like on television saying you were like waiting for a wedding ring from this guy. Right. And you didn't get one. Yeah. Now you're dating me. Like, what the hell? I know. <laughs> I know. Like, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What'd you do with your life? <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah, I'm a like, fucking consolation prize to you. Right. Fucking take a hike. Just send you. <laughs> I'll just send you home. I'm just. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Just send you home. Just send you home. That's an A plus. Yeah, you got. I think a lot of things popped up in that last sentence for you. Um, Those I guess, last few sentences for you. I mean, I really th- felt like you were there emotionally. Yeah, I, I think I, I guess I'm thinking of something from like eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but really, like it, you feel weird. Um, I don't know. I guess my point is, it, it would be so insane. The show is so insane. The show's insane. Yeah, I think that that's why we all love it. They keep talking about yeah, the, and that's why it's so great. Yeah. Anyway, let's get through the episode. right. I'm, I'm going off. On I had uh, I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast, but um, so my birthday was a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, like my ex girlfriend for like 15 years ago, 20 years ago. I know I told you this, but I didn't mention it on the podcast. Um, 20 years ago, like you know, we stayed we stayed friends throughout the years, mm-hmm. and it's never been like it was like a pretty clean break, and it was one of those like, eh, we were meant to be friends. We're not really meant to be lovers i guess sure and um that's the best way you can go <clears throat> best way it can go when yeah. you when you just realize like hey i really like hanging i yeah, like you and i like hanging out you but yeah, like yeah. it's just not yeah it's not in our cards yep um <clears throat> she goes she i forget what because i'm re-watching nip tuck so then you know i told her because we used to watch that show a lot so i was like oh, i'm re-watching nip tuck and so is she which is weird and then um i don't know what we we're talking about but she said something about uh I said something and then she said something like, oh, it's like having your ex-girlfriend's uh, photo uh, uh, on your uh, like on your desk next to your bed, even though you're dating me. And I was like, what? And she was like, she was like, yeah, remember when we first started dating, like you saw your ex-girlfriend's photo there? And I was like, I don't remember that at all. And then she was like, I haven't held on to that for 20 years. And I was like, yes, you have. Yeah, clearly you have. Yeah. And then I, it all came back. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's weird how like there's certain things that you'll just kind of like latch onto with each relationship. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, but I, my first like real love was married and not divorced yet, but separated. Mm-hmm. And that's when her and I started seeing each other. And she's also 10 years older than me. Oh, wow. But I, I was like madly in love with her. But she would talk about her ex-husband all the time. Yeah. And then she met another guy and she would talk about him all the time. Uh-huh. And, and he was like her age and like in a band and shit. <laughs> so I was just like, uh... And then just being that second fiddle, I think, gave me like a complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird how like what things kind of like get get people crazy in their relationships. Yeah, and it's that's still like a tick for me. I guess. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what's kind of interesting. Why I like hearing these backstories, of everybody too. And that's the thing too. So, um, so Matt um, is really confused, right? Mm. So Heather cries. She leaves. Um, Matt's outside. Chris comes to Matt and basically is like. What's going on, man? You all right? And he's just like, I don't know, Chris. And he's like, What do you want to do? And he's just like, 
I don't know, Chris. He's like, make up your fucking mind, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're ruining. I like. I, you know how much like, money I just lost like, walking about, to I'm you? getting canceled here. For, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> Listen, I feel like things are gonna kind of crash around me for a little bit. So, yeah. No, Chris handles that good. He gives him a short little pep talk. Yeah. But then he fucking sends her home. I know. But he was putting way too much opinion on on the Hannah thing. He's or way too much uh, on the Hannah uh, Hannah opinion. I feel like, but then eventually he's just like, yeah, I like these other girls more. And man, if he would have chose her, that would have been World War Three in that house. That's why I, I mean, I guess I'm just itching for to be entertained. So that would have been very entertaining mm-hmm. to see the women react to that. But also, I just sort of liked her off right. out the gates. I wanted to see it happen. But anyway, she gets sent home. I guess it. I guess it's good this way, where it's just like it's a little. Uh, it's like a red herring, uh-huh. is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, uh, yeah, look over here for a second, and then it's just gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which was fine. I mean, he basically was like, I like that how bold you were, and that's why I'm kind of asking all these other girls to be as bold. But uh, you gotta get the fuck out, lady. Yeah. Uh, and he has to follow his heart. He says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I did. Uh, I, I did say like. So then he goes to all the girls, and he goes. And they're all they're all like happy that he sent somebody home. He goes to all the girls and he's just like, "Hey, everyone's sitting on this couch. Uh, I see a future with." And I thought it'd be funny if he looked up and just one person was standing. Where <laughs> 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 it's like, "What the fuck?" Someone's coming back with like a glass of water. And they're like, "Oh, uh, yeah." And then that's when you hear like, "Only people on this couch are people I love." He goes, right. the, only, the only ass I want is one planet on this couch. That they're like, <laughs> "Well, that's the that's the one thing we noticed during this episode is oh, that." Yeah. Man, Matt loves looking at butts. He's an ass man. He is an ass hey, man. And it, game recognized game. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know an ass man when I see one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a big invention. <laughs> um, because, uh, and that's one thing I didn't notice about uh, Heather. She kind of had a flat butt. Do you think that's why he sent her, sent her, uh, sent her Did she? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought she looked good in that That's gown. Becca's joke with our friend Nate. Is uh, right. we haven't mentioned the podcast, but anti booties, yeah, yeah. She goes, uh, she goes, if you see somebody walking down, you go, I don't know if she's got the antibodies, but that girl's got that anti booty, <laughs> that's pretty good, right? And then that's definitely, yeah. And Rebecca, like, Heather, mocking small, small butt women, yeah, she does. She's a small, she's a she's small blessed butt. in the posterior area. <laughs> <laughs> she has a large, gorgeous butt. Oh, yeah, gorgeous butt. We'll go ahead and shout out Becca's butt. <laughs> it's nice, yeah, and it's big. God, <laughs> have a couple knows. drinks in this guy, and the truth comes out. <laughs> <laughs> she knows it. she would. She's gonna be listening. At it. Yeah, blushing big time. Oh, really? Yeah. She's, no, she's not. I don't know. She likes it. Yeah. Um, so that's when we get to the rose, and that's also, uh, he kind of apologized to everybody, and then he goes, uh, Piper, uh, I just, I'm, I'm really sorry that she took time away, that shouldn't happen, and then she goes, yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> She's oh, yeah. not good at accepting apologies. No, she would, I mean, honestly, Piper was too kind of, uh, stiff, I think. Yeah. And then also Serena P., Mm-hmm. I think gets a little stiff later too. Yeah, yeah. But she sticks her out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was getting hey. that vibe tonight where it's just like, haven't everyone lighten up a bit? Yeah. Like, that's all. Jonah, I'm really sorry about that. Like, you know, I, I really am apologizing, and and, uh, and I, I hope you can forgive me. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Thanks. 
Yeah, thanks. Yeah, th- yeah, thanks. And then he yeah. sat her. He's like, "Come on, let's have a let's ha- let's finish our time together." And he goes, yeah. "Again, I'm really sorry." And she goes, "Sure, thanks." Yeah, it's like wow. Saying, yeah, it's like be nice. Yeah, I would have been like, "Don't worry about it." Even though I would have been, he should have worried about it. I mean, you gotta kind of like placate sometimes with like relationships, right? Right. Because that's like too harsh to be like, "Yeah, thanks for saying that." Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. You can. I think that's a good like life lesson generally, where like if someone like wrongs you, and then they apologize, to give like a sincere like it's all good, yeah, it's over, like yeah. like thank you for apologizing, we're good, yeah, appreciate that goes that. a long way, it goes a long way, but to just be like, yeah, that <laughs> you did you did upset me, right? Oh, that's the worst when you're yeah, like, it's just like, I'm really sorry that uh, it's like so that, are we good here or you no. did hurt my feelings? It's like okay, well yeah. I didn't purposely do it. Yeah, it's like that's why I'm apologizing, you piece of shit. <laughs> are we good or no? Is this bringing up some stuff for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Honestly, yeah. No, I think I think just generally it's like that's uh, that's the wrong way to handle it. Agreed. And you're, it's not going to get you any roses, baby. No, <laughs> right now. it's not. You ain't going to um, get, get tulips over that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So we get the rose ceremony, and we only have two people leave, and that is Serena C. and, Ch- and Chelsea. Mm. They both leave, uh, which I think we both were a little surprised at Chelsea. Well, I was nervous Brie was going to be eliminated there, and yeah. she wasn't, and I, I gave, I, like, breathed the sigh of relief, yeah. and I was just like, yes, Brie's still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, of course, well, we'll get to yeah, that. yeah, we'll get to that. And then uh, he goes to Chelsea. Uh, she walks up. Uh, they hug, and you know they talk. And then uh, she walks away, and he stares exactly at her ass. Yeah, like I mean, like not even. I mean, no, no, even like trying no. to hide it. And I if mean, you're listening, right to this, if you're listening, to the, and you think we're making it up, we like rewatched. We it rewatched it because yeah. it is it is painfully noticeable. Yeah, and then also then he says goodbye to Serena, and then bam, right there again. Right, yeah, at he that does butt. it again. Yeah, which is crazy. And I kept thinking how funny it would be if he was he's like, goodbye, and she walks in and goes, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> how would you back on up? <laughs> and take this. And he goes, Abigail, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck. Well, that's the thing, too. So, I mean, we're, you know, if you've seen the show, you know that Abigail ends up going home. Why did he, shoot, why did he give her the rose? I... Fans of ours, people that people listening, our mm-hmm. loyal listeners, we love you. Uh, but you'll know I've been the biggest Abigail fan all season, yeah. and I'm literally, I'm honestly depressed now mm-hmm. that she's off. And it does make me wonder why does he keep her? Right. But I do think he was like, I'm gonna keep all but two. Right. And then as soon as she says like, I want this with you do you want this with me like have you ever had that talk before no i've had a few breakups go that way really yeah where the girl says like i want to make things more serious and if you don't right you should tell me right now and i'm like i'm telling you right now get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> I it's like, you ain't gotta go home but yeah get the fuck out i go here. don't let the door hit you where the good lord split you <laughs> and i look at their ass and they walk their ass right at the door <laughs> no but really like it's like that is like like if you, if you give someone an ultimatum yeah you have to accept either right decision right that's why you don't give people ultimatums unless right. you're sure right so abigail kind of comes in hot with that but yeah. are we even there yet uh, no, we're not. But before that happens, okay, uh, we'll that's there. a group date. We have a we have a one on one with Serena P. And oh, the yoga tan- date. They do tantra tantric yoga. Lame. Uh, yeah, uh, not Terrible. for Matt. 
Not for Matt. No, but ter- I think terrible date, and I get her feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. I was kind of on her side, even though I, I don't, I'm not her biggest fan. Uh-huh. I get that that's an awkward date. She's, incredi- she's incredibly flexible. So is Matt. They Matt, both Matt look, really is, obviously. Uh, well, he looked, I mean, he honestly looks like he could, like, like if you told me he was, like, an NBA, like, shooting guard, I would believe it. Yeah. Like, he's in, in insane shape. Right. Or, like, boxer or UFC fight, like, anything. Like, yeah. Like, he looks like he could play any professional sport just by his, like, body type. Yeah. But he also he's seems, he seems very uh, agile and then mm-hmm. also seems he's very flexible. Sometimes, like, you can be in great yeah. shape and just not flexible. Exactly. Like, it, like really athletic. Anytime he yeah. gets a chance to show that off, I'm, I'm always like, holy shit. Yeah, he's me too. He's not fucking around. No. no and no, I no. think he was a college football player, right? I think he was. I forget. We we mm, pretty sure he played for like Notre Dame, uh, something like that. Played for a big school. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, and uh, they do tantric yoga, uh, mm. which is uh, basically partner yoga, um, and they do uh, a lot of sex poses, but that are also yoga. And there's one where uh, it's almost like he's airplane airplaning her, you know? Yeah. And, that, oh, that's exactly what. Yeah, yeah. And then there, but like it's like they're kind of sixty nineing almost, and uh, he is. Like staring directly, <laughs> I think he was staring directly into her butthole. <laughs> like I've he he's an ass man. He was, I mean, he was like staring in that thing. Yeah, right. Like no uh, wonder she felt uncomfortable. Yeah, that's a that's an awkward date, right? And she you can't take it serious. I, wanted- I, I couldn't take it serious either because there's one where they, which we've seen this in other seasons, but where they like are basically like laying together, not sitting up like kind of tangled together but they're staring into each other's eyes yeah that was fucked up too yeah yeah, it's yeah. too much and i he, would i would have absolutely hated every second of that me too i couldn't have taken it serious there's no. no way and he's taking it serious he took it so serious when he goes okay we're gonna shake it out just like scream if you want he like legitimately is like Aah! like he's screaming <laughs> where i would yeah. be like what the fuck i would have leave him he's probably into like kinky shit you think so oh yeah yeah i think this is like a test yeah for her and that's why i thought she was going home for sure right yeah, I thought that too. You know what this reminded me of? Remember the show Blind Date? Yeah. Amazing show. Great show. This seemed like a blind date date. Like yeah. it, it did not feel like a bachelor date. Right. Know? It but did it, feel like a blind date. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It felt because they, they would put people in like really uncomfortable positions yeah. or situations just to see what happens. Right. And that's what this felt like. Yeah. But this show is like custom made to like not be like that yeah. where it's like no one's supposed to be, feel especially uncomfortable right whereas blind date that was the entire gimmick right so when this happened I was just like what the fuck I am I even watching like why are they doing this what what a fall from grace dating shows have had there used to be a shit ton and now I just feel like it's just this you know what I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but uh, the show Baggage is unbelievably funny. I know. It's, yeah. Oh my god! I just that's not I just found I just found out I just found that show. You just did? Yeah. I, Where are you I, watching it on? Our our mutual friend Joe Fernandez always talked about it. Right. He always did. And him and I used to live together, and uh, he would talk about it all the time. And I think I watched one episode with him, and we like both laughed. But then I forgot all about it, and then it popped up. Someone mentioned it, and then I found it on uh, Vimeo. I was on Vimeo. So there's like, there's only like five or six episodes on there, but I watched all of them. And I was, and, and when I got to the last one, I was like, I need more. Like, it's like <laughs> the most entertaining show ever. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about and you're listening, it's like, it's a show called Baggage. I won't go off on this for too long, but basically it's 
they bring literal suitcases, <laughs> one's small, one's medium, and one's enormous. And it's that's their baggage. So it's their biggest their biggest secret is in the biggest suitcase. Yeah. And their medium one is in the medium one and the little one's in the little one. But what they end up saying is the funniest shit ever. Yeah. What but, would be your what would be like a baggage? Like a small baggage for you. You know, I don't I like I hate to sound like I'm like all that great of a, it's not me saying I'm a great person I think but like I'm pretty much an open book like really? they, I'm not hiding anything from anybody like if you know me you know me yeah I'm sort of that type of person yeah so my biggest baggage would be like I don't even know hmm. like I honestly don't even know you're, I, I don't hide alcoholism? anything I drink every fucking <laughs> but but also that is not, that's no secret. <laughs> no, but it's it's not a secret. It's your, it's your baggage. So it's like the baggage you bring into a relationship, right? Oh sure, yeah. I think I oh well okay. So in relationship based, it would be I drink a lot and I perform stand up comedy almost every night. Right. So that's been the biggest struggle with dating for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've also had really good relationships since I've been a stand-up comic. They didn't work out, obviously. <laughs> You're right. But, yeah. I've but had, yeah, I've had some really amazing relationships. How that's good. They all they all ended. <laughs> Why? Because of comedy. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, when you look at it, like 99% of all relationships end. Right. Right? Like, right. So it's like, I don't have any real regrets about who I've dated or like what my relationships were like. I think they were all fine. Yeah. And a lot of, I keep in touch with almost all of them. Yeah. And uh, there's no hard feelings on any side i don't think mm-hmm. except for maybe a couple of, a couple of them probably hate the shit yeah. <laughs> hate me with a passion but uh yeah i think that would be my biggest package is that i okay. do it all the time interesting is that i'm always doing stand-up but you know take it or fucking leave it yeah take it or leave it no yeah take it or leave it hey guys i'm insanely funny it. i have to share with the world uh, fuck you insanely funny <laughs> Insanely, I'd say insanely because, like, you think you're funny, but you're not. I'm at Comedy Bar next Friday. (laughs) You are? Yeah. Clubs are opening up again. Clubs are open. Yeah. Fucking COVID cases in Illinois. Fucking huge downfall. Yeah. You've been seeing that? I have, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Everybody Uh, stay safe. Let's talk about this. Everybody stay safe. So, uh, let's go back to Serena P. So, basically, what happens afterwards is Serena is. she honestly is like, I didn't like that at all. She basically is like, let's never fucking do that again. And he's like, well, I liked it. And she's like, I hated it. It made me feel uncomfortable. She doesn't like PDAs, yeah. which we found out. Which I like PDAs. Do you like PDAs? Because you said, no. you said, thank God. Um, I, I actually, I'm kind of neutral on it. Mm-hmm. But I've dated people that really don't like them. Uh-huh. And I'm totally fine not doing it. Uh-huh. No, I don't, I don't think, I think overall I'm like, if you put a scale up, I'm like 40% uh, no. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> so, so, yeah, to answer your question, I'm fine. I'm fine either way. Okay, cool. Uh, I like it. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I don't mind them, but I, do, I also don't need to do it. Right. No. Right. Um, I, I don't like the couples that just like make out. No, I I fucking hate that. Yeah. Like, if you're, like, aggressively into PDA, it's like, fuck you. Yeah. It's like, we don't need to see this. You know? Right, right. Unless you're both really hot. Or sometimes... Yeah. Then let me see all this. <laughs> let, let me, me watch, watch you talk. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, uh, he basically says he loves it, but he is like, thank you for... T- like, he's like, I'm glad that you just aren't just going with everything. Like, I want you to be honest. I think he should have... That should have been it for them. Right there. You think so? I think he likes that. I think I like that too. No, but, but they don't see eye to eye on this very simple issue. Of right. Like 
PDA, yes, no. He's yes, she's no. That's yeah. it. Send her home. Right. Send her packing. Keep Abigail. It doesn't make any sense to me. Really? Yeah. It, it, it Honestly, that's a bigger deal breaker than some of these other reasons he sent women home. Really? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Cause, and, and it's like there's nothing wrong with either side of that. Right. But I think the couple should agree. Right. Agreed. Yeah. You're either PDA couple or you're not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. End of subject. Right. But I think he I think he's like that that she is speaking his mind her mind. You know? Sure, but speaking your mind and saying you inherently disagree with the person yeah. you're dating is wor I mean, like good for her for speaking her mind, but it isn't really a match, right? right. And he even says that. He's like he's like I it makes me wonder if we're really Right. Made for each other or not, and then he keeps her around. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know. That upset, yeah. that bothered me. I think he like just sees something in her and, and he's just trying to figure it out. But I think it is important to uh, be honest with some. You know, like when you first start dating somebody, that sometimes you can tell that they are just acting like they're into the things that you're into. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you're just kind of like you know you don't have to be in everything that I'm into. People do that a lot. Like the younger you are, the more likely you are to do that. Right. That's true. Like I, I'd say when I was in like high school or college, I'd be like, cause I, I was really into a uh, modest mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I love modest mouse. Yeah. It was a great band. Yeah. They still are a great band. Yeah. I've gone way downhill, but I, I love uh, modest mouse and uh, built to spill is my favorite band ever. Uh-huh. And uh, when I would start dating girls in college and I would like bring up like built to spill, they'd be like, I love, I love built to spill. And I was like, you do? And they're like, yeah. And I would never come up again. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, Yeah. And then I put on a second, they'd be like, who's this? And I'm like, this is Built to Spill's most popular song. Like, you are lying. <laughs> like, to I me. like the deep cuts. Yeah, it's like, you don't have to try to impress me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the older you get, I think people stop doing it. Right, right. Um, so we, uh, right, which is good. I think that's a, that's one thing you learn is that you 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 don't have to just like be I mean, into I think, everything. Well, I think it's like, uh, as people get older, I think it's just like, yeah, you don't have to be, you don't have to stick around in every relationship. Like, right. You can like, you can end a relationship. You don't like the, just because we've had a good time a few times, we don't right. have to keep hanging out. Right. Which we, we see a lot. And we see that later on too, where like Matt is having good times with some of these girls or some of these women. And then, um, he still says you gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. So so after that, so he she uh she gets the rose, then we see a group date and uh with uh it's with Piper. Um I can't read my writing. Um who's who's Michelle? Is there Michelle? Michelle? Yeah. Yeah. Piper, Michelle, uh Bree, Rachel, uh Kit and Abigail are on the group date. Abigail's really upset because that means that she does not get the one on one. So that means she never got a one on one. She never got a one on one. Um, which means that uh, Jess, Jessenia is, is that her name? Just, yeah, I mean, yes, yes but okay. you're, you're just saying, it's Jessenia. Jessenia, thank you, yeah. is uh, the one-on-one. So um, we go to the group date. What's the group date? It's just Matt being like, I want to have hard conversations with everybody. That's all it is. Yeah, bad group date. Yeah. He's like, let's have some tough conversations. It's just like, what? Now you're like making me be like kind of confrontational with you, it feels like. Yeah, and it sucks. Like, well, this is what we hinted on this earlier. But yeah. let me just go ahead. It was the Abigail part. Yeah, like Abigail gives him pretty much an ultimatum. Yeah, and says like, "I'm falling in love with you." Right. I could see this working, and if you don't feel that way, you need to let me know now. And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna let you know now." Yeah, I am not feeling that. Way. Yeah, and he walks her out, and that broke my heart. That was the hardest uh, goodbye of the season so far. 
Yeah. Far and away. Yeah, for you especially, yeah. Abigail was my favorite from the beginning, and I'll go ahead and say I think she would make a wonderful bachelorette. I, think, I agree. I wish they would do that. Yeah, I think so and, too. Like she's I, a little quiet. Um, I don't mean that by a joke or anything, but she's like, I mean, she is like a little kind of like, uh, feels introverted a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a reason why. Yeah. She might think you're a little quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, yeah. Uh, I think, uh, man, I wish uh, I could see more of her. I really love her. I think she's beautiful mm-hmm. and very sweet. And I, I, you know, my heart goes out to uh, anyone with like a disability, right. like. That that leans into it that much. Right. It's just like, yeah, I'm deaf. Fuck you. Right. Let's go. She's fucking cool as shit. She's and cool I, as shit. I think it was a real bummer that she gets a note because I like her so much more than some of the women. Left. Right. And you also know something. This is around the time you notice that Matt, when he drinks, he stares in people's eyes. Yeah. If he's not staring into their ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which then you proceeded to do that to me, and I realized that <laughs> yeah. that is the creepiest thing you can possibly yeah. do, is well, Rebecca, to stare into somebody's eyes while you drink. Rebecca has pointed out several times that he kisses with his eyes open, yeah. which is creepy, creepy. but but then I started thinking about it. It's like, I, I think that I do that. Do you? Who kisses I, with their eyes open? I don't. I'll like open the kind of check. I don't think. But can you imagine closing your eyes and opening a check, and they're just looking at you the whole fucking time? That's I psychic, like looking psychotic. at the side of someone's head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I honestly don't know. I think I do. I think I do it either way. Yeah. I don't think I intentionally keep my eyes open, but like he always has his eyes open, and then when he drinks, he does it. He drinks with his eyes open, and I'm gonna do it again. Too. Yeah. I don't like it. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Where that does something. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. Because you're supposed to just like, yeah. I had, I have, I've had multiple girlfriends be like, um, cause like they'll like wake up, right? And then they'll like look up at me and whatever. And then they're like, are you just staring at me while I sleep? And I go, no, when you look up, you kind of wake me up. So I'm just opening my eyes before you're looking at me. <laughs> so it looks like every single time that I'm just staring, watching you sleep. Oh, man. I had, I dated a girl once that would like, in the car, she would just sit and stare at me, and I could see it with my peripherals. And I'm like, "This is the creepiest thing in the yeah. world." And she's just like, "I'm just so in love with you." And I was an, like, "This is." I've talked about this is, this is scaring me. I have an ex who I've talked about before in this podcast, uh-huh. but like that was one of the times where I, that was one of the biggest triggers where I was just like, "I have to get out of this," because I would wake up and she would just be standing in the room, looking at you, staring at me while I woke up. Weird. And then I was like, I have no way to know if that was just like a minute uh-huh. or five seconds or like half an hour. <laughs> right. But I, I, the fact that I don't know, right? It that just like opens the imagination up to being like it probably was more than a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that is terrifying. Yeah. And also, it's just like, can't I just fucking sleep <laughs> <laughs> without worrying about someone, some lady fucking stabbing me in the chest? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it gets scary. It's scary. It's that's scary behavior. Right. And not it's not to say that everyone who watches someone sleep is a murderer, but every murderer watches, watches somebody sleep. sleep. <laughs> yeah. So you're show, you're showing signs of being a terrifying murderer person. Right. So I can't I can't prove that you're going to do that to me. Right. But also I don't I'm not going to fucking spin that real <laughs> I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> I uh 
so Blake, you've we've basically kind of like we're somewhat roommates right now, and like yeah. uh, my girlfriend is over, and then um, our rooms are are across the the hallway from each other, yours and mine's. And uh, but like if if like both of our doors were open, we could like be looking at each other's eyes. Like that's how it is. And uh, sure, yeah. Where are you going with this? Well, I'm going with this because Caitlin, um, uh, my girlfriend was over, and then she woke up early and went down to like cook, cook breakfast. But then she, because she's not used to being here, she left my door like wide open, and I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> like to me, it'd be weird. Oh, yeah. Like when you just like walk past someone's like room and the door's open and like someone's just sleeping in there. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, I probably because I slept in. You like, probably yeah, you slept in a lot later. <laughs> I did. I like to sleep in real late. Yeah, yeah. like today we're talking like one p.m. Yeah, we yeah yeah we got at it. Yeah, yeah, we had a we got at it this weekend. We did, uh, but yeah, it's so weird. Like, close your door if you sleep in your room. Close your door. Sure. Yeah, if you have roommates, close your door. That's weird. Sure. Right. Yeah. Because then you feel like then I feel like you're making sounds also. Like, this sounds like a conversation you need to have with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, can you close the door? And then I also was like, what are you doing down there? You're like cleaning every single dish I own. It takes so loud. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm still drunk and I want to sleep. What are you doing? Um, and uh, uh, oh yeah, okay. So we go back to the, the group date. Uh, Bree has a conversation with Matt, and this is when she goes, "Just let you know, I resigned from my good job to be here." And then oh, he yeah. starts, he's smiling at her like he's never been more happy in his life to hear those words. Yeah. I, she's I mean, probably going to go home. No, well, he keeps her. Yeah. She's down to the final five. Mm-hmm. Final five, right? Yeah. 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 But uh, I wrote down, uh, just as a side note, amazing jacket that Matt's yep. wearing yeah. in this. <laughs> I really love that. Uh, leather jacket. He's yeah, yeah, you did. And we criticized his turtleneck uh-huh. usage, but the, the leather jacket with the turtleneck's a good look. Oh man, he looked. He never looked better than tonight. Really? Oh my god, the turtleneck leather jacket combo. Yeah, he looked fucking cool as shit. I disagree. Really? You like leather jackets? I think you, you have to be a, a special individual to pull off a black leather jacket. See, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I mean he pulls no, off like the tan leather. You're right. It takes a certain personality type. Yeah. But I have a brown leather jacket, and I'm not like an especially cool guy. I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bald white guy yeah. who can't really grow like a cool beard or anything. And so, everyone in the podcast is like, yeah, we've heard your voice. We know. Yeah, I'm not super cool, but I get a lot of compliments on that leather jacket, right? yeah. especially when I first got it. Right. And I don't think From of myself as old a leather jacket. No, I was with a lady, and I was at the store, and I was like, I think this jacket looks pretty cool. And I was like, how does it look at me? And she was like, "You, that looks great on you. You have to mm. buy that. And I've had it, now I've had it for probably six years. Yeah, it shows. <laughs> yeah. Now it doesn't. Now I don't get as many as compliments. Oh. But that first year, I was like, I mean, and uh, to be fair, now I only see like four human beings. Oh, We're in I a know. pandemic. I know. Who am I supposed to, who's supposed to compliment me? Yeah. But anyways. Um, I'll compliment you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to compliment Blake, you can text him at, <laughs> what was your number? Well, at this point, it's out of fashion. Eight four seven six five one 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 zero three. At this point, it, it's probably out of style, but I, I want to give, give Blake a text and just tell him something nice. <laughs> I want to get another leather jacket, but I, I, like, I don't think I'm super cool or anything, but I think when you, like, if it's just a good fit, I think anyone can pull up a leather jacket. Yeah. Especially Agreed. if you're just like a, you know, jean, jeans, black t-shirt sort of guy, like yeah. I am, and then throw, throw a leather jacket over that. Yeah. It works. Yeah, yeah. 
And Matt James. You should start putting uh, your cigarettes in your sleeve. <laughs> uh, that's like a prison thing, isn't it? It's like a like a 1950s. Like I'm not in prison yet. Thing. That's in that's next year. <laughs> yeah, that's next year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going for sure. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Um. So okay. So Abigail uh, goes home. Um. Kit has a conversation with with uh, Matt, and yeah. this is when she goes, uh, "Hey, just let you know, you know my my like things were like this. I'm not going to back down on this. Is like." Uh, I still want to finish school and then I still want to travel and I want to, I kind of want to like, you know, find me. And I'm like, you want to be single. Like that's what single people do. Yeah. And and she goes, I just want you to support me. She's 21. Like it's, she should, she's too young to be on the show. Right. She's basically like, I just let you know, I want to still date around. (laughs) I want to be married to you, but she's like, I want to have multiple partners in multiple countries. Unprotected sex. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to have fun. (laughs) Um, but he gives the he gives the rose to Rachel. Yeah, yeah. Still my front runner, right? Despite despite future <laughs> her, her racism, <laughs> <laughs> right? Despite her uh, Instagram racism, right? Were you gonna say something else? Like that? <laughs> no, that's a long pregnant pause. Yeah, and then they walk in, and uh, he goes, "Come on, Rachel, we have a we have something planned." They walk in, and we finally fucking see. Um, uh, a musician I know, Aloe Black is singing. Who's an incredible, incredible. Yeah, and I'll admit I didn't know who that was until I. Well, yeah, because well, you said that, that his, I need a dollar. I need a dollar. I need dollar, a dollar. dollar, 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 dollar what I need. Yeah, yeah he's great. Yeah, and he sounded. He sounded fucking show, yeah. good. No. Did that make you think of Seal? Yeah. Is that why a single tear went down your <laughs> cheek? <laughs> a single tear. Um. Yeah. No, he has an amazing voice. Yeah. I, and I don't know much of him as a. Uh, artist Halo Black Yeah He's good But I I was very impressed By his voice In this episode And I do like that song a lot, mm-hmm. But I, I have to Plead ignorance so. um, I believe he Is on the Peanut Butter Wolf uh, um, um, Record My album weighs a ton The ah. What is that I'm sure I know Him from other shit But Yeah His name didn't Ring a bell Great artist but, Incredible yeah. artist Please look, if you don't know him, please look him up. Uh, yeah. Very good. Um, and then while that while they're having a good time singing songs, um, all the girls are crying in the couch, just sitting yeah. and crying, just sitting and crying, listening to Al Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Is like it, it would be very funny if they could just hear the concert from right. <laughs> from I'm sure work. they can, and they just sit there and cry. <laughs> and then uh, and then we cut to um, those two again, and uh, Rachel and Matt, and they kiss, and he grabs her butt. A lot of butt, a lot of butts today. He's an ass man. He's an ass man. Hey, takes, no takes one to no one. Yeah, right? Ding dong. Ding dong. And then at the end there, Kit comes back and um, and basically is like, I uh, I just am not 100% positive uh, that that I'm going to be the one that you're going to go down on one knee for. And then he's like, no, please don't leave. Stay. Like, you mean a lot to me, whatever. And then she just basically is like, I'm going to go. This isn't for me. Yeah, good yeah, for her. I don't have a good feeling here. I'm leaving. I think she made the right choice. I agree, but it, she I'm needs to, to see her go. Twenty one's too young to be on the show. Yeah, way too young. Yeah, and she was like, "I want to have kids around 25, 26. I'm like, "Even that's young now." I mean, Matt James is twenty nine ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. To be fully honest, I dated women quite a bit younger than I was uh-huh. around that age. Probably around twenty one when I was twenty nine. Uh huh. 
and you just it usually doesn't go mm-hmm. go the right way. Right, because you don't know who you are yet. That's too wrong. Right. But love is love. Love whoever you love. I don't give a shit. The age thing doesn't seem to really. I don't. That doesn't bother me. You know. Is that going to be on your poster? No, just but a picture of Blake. And just, <laughs> love is love. Love whoever you want. No, I don't give but a like, shit. but whatever you're into, whatever you know, uh, gender, whatever your attraction is, like as long as yeah. it's like legal, fine. Like, it, like uh, I've dated women much older than me, and I've dated women like quite a bit younger than me. Mm-hmm. Whatever, but I do think Kit needs to kind of just do her own thing. Do her own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, a hundred percent. So uh, then we see the just uh, what's her name. Jasenia. Jasenia. I don't know why I cannot Jesenia get that home. name. Jasenia home. <laughs> Jasenia home. Uh, we see they're one-on-one, and up, up front, um, you see uh, a professional uh, drifter drift cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, who's also on another show, I guess. And Tokyo Drift. Huh? Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. Great yeah. movie. Great movie. You seen it? Yeah. It's actually better than you think. <laughs> yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I have it on 4K Blu-ray. It's pretty good. Cool stunt driver. What car was that? I don't know. Mustang? No. I think it is a Mustang. Yeah. yeah. I I can't I didn't write it down, but I remember it looking like a Mustang. Um it's very badass. Right. And then uh so then basically like uh Justinia drives uh drives Matt around in it. Mm. She does a she does a fucking badass job at that, by the way. Yeah. She did really good. Also way cooler date than the yoga bullshit. I know. I feel bad sometimes when they're like, yeah, we're going on a date. What are we going to do? It's like, we are going to look at each other's eyes for 30 minutes. I'll give you an airplane. Yeah. And we'll stretch out. Yeah, I'll give you an airplane. You Let's hear just me go. scream. He's like, you want to stretch with yeah. me? And then it's like, what day did you go? I was like, we want stunt car driving. Like, it's the fucking fun as shit. Yeah. We yeah. want skydiving. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. And, um... Uh, Matt goes I'm excited about this Because I'm kind of An adrenaline guy Adrenaline junkie If you would mm-hmm. um, I wrote down Are you Because you look so scared When she was driving He was like great. I mean he was kind of happy But he You could tell he Would wasn't. you Would you like doing Something like that I think so I always wanted to I think I The, the coolest thing I ever did with a car Was my friend Grant <laughs> When I was in high school Yeah We were I think we were seniors In high school And we uh, took his car out and it was uh, around this time of year it was winter and it was frozen in Evanston mm-hmm. and we went to a parking lot that was empty but frozen over and we just fucking fishtailed his car yeah, and that. did um, donuts uh-huh. and it was so much fun yeah. it was like unbelievably fun yeah I'm always afraid I'm gonna fuck something up though yeah yeah and and like a couple of times we got like our friends would stand on the side. A couple of times we got like too close. Someone like almost hit the yeah. group of friends of ours that were standing there, yeah. or like almost hit like a pylon or something. But it, that was fun. But that's the only time I've ever done that, and that was so. Oh, long it's ago. fun. I've always wanted to do like the you can do like a, the NASCAR race thing where mm-hmm. they take you around on the track. Oh yeah, do yeah. you get to drive? Um, I don't think. Yeah, I think they. I'm sure there's things you can do that. Yeah. But I always want to do that. You know, I've always wanted to do destruction derby. That'd be fun. I always want to be. You want? To, should we do that this year? What do you mean? Should we do that? <laughs> should we be destruction derby Is drivers? Thing you just pay to do. Maybe hey, you, you you paid someone and they let you drive around destroy like, shit. Sh- like, should we buy a shitty car, get it all like safe for destruction derby, and then do a destruction derby? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> what should what should we call our name? Of- what are we going to destroy, though? I, I don't. No, you just it's a destruction derby is when the cars run into each other. I know, but oh, so you we join that? Yeah. Is that just a thing you can just do? I'm sure. All right, we'll look it up. <laughs> we'll look it up. <laughs> and I've always wanted to do the um, gumball race. Oh, that, that's a cross-country one? Yeah. I want to do that, too. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Because they did that on Jackass? Um, I think. I think a Jackass spinoff or something. Something like that, yeah. You know, I always thought it was a cool idea. is like someone standing in the Pacific Ocean and then hitchhiking all the way to the Atlantic Ocean. Oh. So you literally go across That's the country. Like illegal now. Yeah, of course. Hitchhiking has been illegal for a while. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't that make for like a cool like documentary, documentary or something? Yeah. 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 I, I think that's that's a fun idea. Yeah. Or like uh, the Craigslist Joe documentary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's bring it on home here. <laughs> we're gonna have a tangent. Yeah, we're this. I'm sorry, guys. This is a very uh, heavy. We need. We really need Rebecca to keep us on point. Um, She's a weak link. Yeah, she kind of sucks. Uh, we love her though. Uh, so then Matt Matt takes over the car, and then he basically is just fucking that car up. That guy looked super pissed, like it was his car. Yeah, yeah. He basically was like, well, I guess you're done now. And then walked away. I was like, oh, my God, that guy's like really mad. Well, he didn't break the mirror. It is someone's car. Right. He and, broke the and, side mirror. And, yeah. and also, he was like driving through the shit on purpose. It's like when I, I, think I think that was there to go around, to yeah. drift around it, not to drive through it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, the, <laughs> yeah. I think Matt missed the point. Yeah. I think that guy was really pissed off. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he was like, fuck you! <laughs> Would you get in my car? And they just walk off holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, wasn't that fun? He's like, this piece of shit! But that's a, a way better date than the yoga bullshit. Right. I know. And that's the thing, too, is that they had such a good time, and he's like laughing with her. They're all j- joking. Then they have a date, and he sends her home. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's Which is just- good, because we didn't, I mean, she's she's definitely like not the nicest person in the world. I feel like he, yeah, I feel like he was doing these one-on-ones almost to test them out. Yeah. And then he ends up sending, I don't say three of my yeah top picks. Yeah. I never it, really loved Jasenia, but I thought she would make it further than this. I thought so, too. And I thought that he liked her more, too. And she had the biggest butt of the group. So yeah. I thought for sure she was going to stick around for a while. Yeah, we know he's an ass man. Yeah, we know he's an ass man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's an ass man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we get the rose ceremony, right? So we, Serena P and Rachel already have their roses, which we knew about. And then uh, Brie gets a rose. Mm-hmm. And then we were a little concerned about this one because uh, it, it goes down to uh, Michelle Piper. Um, yeah, Michelle, uh, Michelle and Piper. And Michelle gets the rose and mm-hmm. Piper goes home. He's had a great connection with Michelle since she showed up. Yeah. And she's, you're right. She's the last one of the new class. Right. To be left. Yeah. But Pipe, I thought Piper would go further. And like, and I kept saying how pretty Piper looked. I know it's not all about looks. Yeah. But Piper, this whole episode was looking like a goddamn dime. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. She, looked, she looked hotter than ever. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, and, you know, I think... Abigail was my favorite, and Piper was Rebecca's favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I want to. I don't want to speak for her, but I'm pretty sure. And they both go home the same week. It's crazy. I know. I know. And now I don't. I still think Rachel is the front runner. I think Michelle is. I think it's gonna be Michelle. That's my guess. 
I, yeah, I mean, it could be any of these five. So I'm, it, it's going to make for a fun final few episodes. Whatever. Yeah, because we saw like the, you know, like the kind of like the joke afterwards, after the credit joke mm-hmm. thing or before the credits. And uh, it really kind of like showed like how funny Michelle is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that's like, and like funny, definitely in a way that I'm sure like he's not. So he probably like really likes it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a real booming personality. No, but sometimes he does, though. That's I think he's just really bad in, in front of camera. But that's things we've noticed that I've noticed that I, we have talked about on previous episodes is that Michelle brings that out of him a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're always a little bit funnier with a really funny person. Yeah. I think that's the way it goes. It's like when you play basketball with like a great basketball player, uh-huh. you just are better. I, I get like that until I, I'm around somebody who's like clearly a lot funnier and then I get nervous. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, just embrace it. Nah, I just get nervous. It's like They say Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player ever, not only because he was so great, but he made everyone around him better. Right. And they say the same about Kobe Bryant, LeBron James also. Yeah, yeah. But especially Michael Jordan, it's just like, I think you just, people give off mm-hmm. an energy. Yeah. You just got to embrace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I think Michelle is that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I I guess I am kind of rooting for her at this point, but I I don't know. What are you thinking? Who's your, I really who's your topic? I really liked Rachel until I heard all the, the racist hearsay. Yeah. So I, you know what? I okay. If I'm gonna bet, I would bet on Michelle at this point. Okay. Yeah, me too. Of these five. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. We'll, well, that's, our, that's our that's uh, our that's our bets and. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any questions, you guys, that's the end of the podcast. If you have any questions, we were kind of went all over the board today, <laughs> which happens. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have any questions or if you want to have any comments, you can always uh, email us at pedalsandprickspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your comments. If you haven't yet, uh, please give us a, a review or uh, subscribe or a like. Uh, follow us on any of our social medias, um, all under Pedals and Pricks. Uh, Rebecca will be joining us next week. Uh, sorry she couldn't make it because of the weather and uh, as always Blake and I will be back next week uh, any last any last words Blake no no that's it uh, hope you had a good time hope you enjoyed the <laughs> podcast we'll see you next week guys uh, bye bye and I love my baby I love her too we are together all the time and everything is so good damn fine <laughs>